0: Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Scott Wurzbacher. And today's story is a reminder that you never know where you'll find inspiration. Last summer, my family and I spent some time exploring California, including the parks and the giant trees of the Sierras. As we were driving through the valley of Kings Canyon National Park, we found ourselves following an intriguing purple school bus with an Instagram handle painted on the back that said, at schoolie Mission Adventure. I was super intrigued. So we followed it into a parking lot and waited to see who was going to come out. And inspiration came next. Today's guest is Sandra Lanfranco, an adventurer from a region of Germany called Saarland. She currently lives in Germany near the French border and has just returned from a six month trip around the United States that she made with her friend Sebastian and her dog Lennox. They traveled in her schoolie, a school bus which she converted into an RV and had shipped to the United States so she could take this journey. Sandra's always lived the life of an adventure. She worked professionally in the insurance industry until 2016 when she experienced an accident and suffered a spinal cord injury that put her in a wheelchair. But that accident has not stopped her. Prepare to be inspired by this incredible human who's here with us today from Germany to share her story and the story of Schooly Mission Adventure. Sandra, welcome to the campfire.
1: Thank you so much. (laughs) Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Like we just were so intrigued. I had my whole family in the car and we're driving along and all of a sudden we see this purple school bus. Huh. I wonder what that is. And I remember uh, you probably thought we were tailgating. I was trying to see what the Instagram handle said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I thought uh, you were waiting for us because you want to Um, complain about how we parked in the parking (laughs) lot because actually there was no um, yeah no no space for this uh, big um, 38 foot long school bus (laughs)
0: oh yeah no way no we were super intrigued just super excited and uh, you know we we pulled into the parking lot and uh, and you opened the doors and then we discovered you had this very cool lift And, you know, out you come on your wheelchair with the lift and you come down and you've got Lennox with you. And man, I mean, you know, I'm not normally one to just walk up to strangers and start up conversation. But, um, you know, you're uh, what what you were traveling in and the circumstances was just uh, it was super intriguing to me. So I'm just so glad that we had a chance to meet and uh, I'm super excited to share your story so if we could if we could just like get started let's let's just go straight to what is schooly mission adventure
1: well um the schooly stands for my school bus my converted school bus and um my mission adventure i started um yeah to to yeah for for my freedom to travel i wanted to travel again and um so i started this project and um yeah i finally yeah, wanted to go to to yeah, explore new places and find new adventures.
0: <laughs> the freedom to travel again. Yeah. Yeah. And so you've got an awesome Instagram page Schooly mission adventure, and uh, it's got some incredible pictures of this trip that we're getting ready to talk about here. So you have this school bus that you bought in Europe, in Germany.
1: In Germany. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell us about that project.
1: Uh, well, in the beginning it was just, um, I was looking just for an RV, um, that could fit, uh, for my needs. Um, but the German RVs are not that have not enough space and, um, most of them have steps, um, in it and, um, yeah, somehow I came up, uh, with a school bus and um, I found one <laughs> not not far away from me.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So you so you bought the school bus and uh, and you converted it there in Germany.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And and you were explaining that you had it shipped over to the United States for this epic journey. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so can you give us, um, an overview and I would, maybe we'll come back to the school bus as well, because actually, um, I shared with you when we were talking earlier, our podcast producer, Ryan is actually in the process of converting a school bus right now. So we'll, we'll have another episode with Ryan where he talks all about the, uh, the process of converting a school bus. And I'm sure you guys will probably have to connect at some point. He'll, he'll want to get some, um, some tips from you but uh let, let's go let's talk about the trip itself so you ship the bus over to the united states um, tell us about the trip that you were planning
1: um so we plan to to do this trip uh, for six months in total um mm-hmm. yeah just exploring the states and um we don't w- we don't want to, to go to to big cities or something like this. We just wanted to go to national parks because mm-hmm. the States have a lot of them and they yes. are amazing. And yeah. yeah. So this was the goal to see as much as possible.
0: <laughs> Where did you pick up the bus?
1: We picked it up in Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was delayed. We had to wait for the bus because, um, because of COVID and yeah. A lot of things uh, it was delayed we had to wait uh, one week and we had to stay in a hotel and wait for the bus but after that then we um, went to uh, first of all we went to florida yeah okay. yeah so we passed um, um, all the states um, virginia west virginia north carolina south carolina georgia then florida Then we went up again to Alabama, um, Nashville, Kentucky, Ohio. Um, Then we went to the Niagara Falls, so on the Canadian side.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah.
1: Yeah, then back again to the States just for just uh, to visit some family. And, uh, yeah, and then we went back to the uh, Canadian side, so we traveled Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, um, British Columbia, (laughs) and then back to Washington, um, Oregon, um, California, Nevada, um, Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, um, Utah. (laughs) Wow. Um, All over. All over, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it was a big trip.
0: What were some of the highlights for you? What were some of the, pla- the favorite places that you went?
1: Um, the favorite play- places were um, Oregon, Washington. Um, okay. I never heard something about, um, yeah, the places there, the, like um, Olympic National Park or the Mount Rainier yeah. was very special. That's, that's a beautiful place. I know I, I never heard about this place and, yeah, it was
0: it's a it's stunning. a stunning it's a stunning yeah. mountain. Yeah, I've been yeah. there. I actually just had a guest on recently that climbed it um, and summited. It's um, it's it's a I love the Pacific Northwest. What is it about that uh, region for you that's so special?
1: Hmm, that's a good question. It's uh, it's the mountains and also the ocean not not far away. And mm-hmm. yeah, everything together. It's so special. It's so different to Europe. I guess it's that yeah.
0: it's vast, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So vast. So I'm curious, like you mentioned, like this trip, you, you kind of wanted to avoid cities. You wanted to just see more of the natural beauty of the i S I'm just wondering what, what, what is it about, um, sort of staying in nature and avoiding cities for you. That's, that's appealing.
1: Um, the cities are too. Yeah, too much people, too much noise. And um, I like it when it's quiet. And when you come back to to the roots, I don't know how to say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the quiet, the peace. I mean, that's yeah. like, I feel that too. I, I mean, I absolutely do. I, I, I love the natural uh, vacations. I do love a good city uh, occasionally. I like to mix it up, but.
1: yeah, And especially uh, since I'm in a wheelchair, I don't like cities anymore because yeah, you will be overseeing people, yeah. In Europe, it's different than than in the states. In the states, it's much better and easier, but in Europe, it's very difficult to, yeah, go around with a wheelchair.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about a little bit of that. Um, so we talked about the Pacific uh, Northwest. What were what were two or three of your other favorite things that you did on the trip?
1: Um. Let's see. There are so many. <laughs> the The Rocky Mountains,
0: mm-hmm. also the
1: Canadian Rockies were stunning. That was the most beautiful place I've ever seen for me. <laughs> um, I, I
0: agree with you. The The yeah. British Canadian Rockies are unbelievable. Was there like a specific place that that you remember in the Canadian Rockies?
1: Um, well, actually, it was Banff and Chespa National Park. Yeah. yeah. yeah because we saw so many um, wildlife and bears with uh, their cups. And yeah, and the, 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 the colors of the seas and the mountains and the snow and the glacier, yeah. Hey
0: everyone, it's Scott here. This podcast is a passion project for me because I absolutely love adventure. And it's thanks to the effort of my residential real estate team here in Charlotte, North Carolina, That many of you know as the w realty group that this podcast gets funded this awesome group of people have unmatched levels of confidence and caring for our clients if you know of anyone looking to buy or sell a home our team serves the charlotte north carolina market but we can also help you find an agent anywhere throughout the us or canada through our highly connected network when you support our real estate business you are also supporting this podcast Thanks for listening and thanks for your referrals. Yeah, and I I have to point out for listeners because when we, after we met in the parking lot at Kings Canyon, um, Mm -hmm. we all went down a trail basically that went down to the river and across. Like, you have a very cool chair that is, it's, uh, can you tell us about that chair? Because I like, I think also for people, like, you know, imagining you going into these national parks, like, you're not, really restricted, like you, you're really able to get around with that chair.
1: Yeah. So many piece, people ask me about this chair. Actually it's a Segway. Um, you know, everybody knows yeah. the Segway where you can stand on and yeah. it's a Segway where you can sit on. So it works like, um, like a normal Segway. If you lean forward, you drive forward. If you lean backwards, you drive backwards. So, and it helps me to get together around on even not wheelchair accessible trails Um, so the most of the trails are not wheelchair accessible but yeah Yeah. (laughs) I decide for me for myself if it's uh, accessible or not so
0: I love it well and you know I've seen the pictures that you've posted on Instagram and you're not afraid to get up on the trail
1: no No, I'm yeah. not afraid.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, Oregon, Washington, I'm definitely getting in Rocky Mountain. I'm definitely getting a uh, a mountain vibe. A- any other highlights you want to point out from the trip?
1: Um, Crater Lake was mm. also awesome. Yeah, this deep blue water. I've never seen this before. And yeah, it's fascinating.
0: Yeah. Sandra, you just you just said it's awesome, and uh, one of the words that we love to talk about on this podcast is the word awe. Yeah. And if you if you look it up in uh, in the Oxford Language Dictionary, um, it's defined as a reverential respect mixed with fear and wonder. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm just I'm curious because you just said awesome. I'm 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 imagining that you had many awe experiences. Yeah. When you were out on that trip. Yeah. Yeah. Can can you talk about
1: that feeling? Yeah, sure. I had it especially in, in the Yellowstone National Park because, uh, yeah, that's, that's amazing. It's one of the most known national parks, uh, I would say, in Europe. Um, and uh, but I didn't expect what I saw. <laughs> I had no expectations, but I would have never expected that what I saw, what I found. So, um, yeah, I don't know how to how to explain. I I, uh, noticed that we are so meaningless in this in this world, in this nature wonders. And yeah, I don't know how I don't find the right words to describe that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's okay, but I love that you said like you said that you um, it was unexpected what you saw and then you kind of felt like. The meaningless I and and my sense is it's it's more of a smallness of being in nature. But what what did you see in in Yellowstone that made you made you have that feeling?
1: I've never seen geysers and um, hot springs, uh, these colors and these uh, amount of all these. That was amazing. It's it's a huge area. So um, and we are so small and yeah yeah, i don't know and the 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 hot springs or the or the geyser don't don't care if we if we are there or not
0: (laughs) they don't they just go off right
1: yeah right
0: (laughs) yeah and i think maybe that's the wonder piece of awe it's just a wonder and amazement of 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 all of this beauty and all this uh you know natural all these natural mechanics like you said the, the the geyser yeah um i did was there any fear that played into that fear, feeling of awe for you?
1: Yeah, when I when I drove with my uh, Segway um, the boardwalk, there's a, a huge board, boardwalk, and I was uh, really fast because there was nobody there, and it was in the late afternoon, and everybody went to uh, to one of the geyser, um, and I came around a corner and there was a, a, a huge bison in front of me Just <laughs> two meters in front of me oh my gosh yeah and, ooh. i bet you startled I, yeah, him with, you
0: probably startled him as much as he startled you
1: yeah 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 he, we looked at each other and i backed up <laughs> and he looked what i'm doing and then he turned around and left but it was
0: oh ooh. a little bit yeah. of fear there yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah i mean i think the uh thing i remember most about yellowstone was just the abundance of wildlife yeah there um of all the national parks i've been to i think we saw more animals there than than any other place it's pretty incredible yeah
1: we saw a lot of uh uh, elks and and um yeah there were uh yeah yeah, a lot of them
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) So six months on the road, and I'm just curious. I mean, you've lived a whole life of adventure, but this trip in particular, this six months, like, how do you feel? Did 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 you experience any sort of change? Did you come back a different person? And and if so, how?
1: Um, yeah, I have to do it again. (laughs) That's (laughs) what I think. (laughs) I have to do it again. Um, I don't know if the next trip uh, will be in the states. I don't think so, but. I have to explore more and to go for more adventures. I don't want to go back into my daily routine. And yeah, that's what I, that's what I learned. I, in the beginning, I thought maybe I will miss, um, my home and my friends and my family. But, uh, really I was, yeah, it was okay for me. We, we, we talked on the phone or yeah. Something like this with my friends and my family, but uh, I was happy to be, yeah, there and to go for adventures.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, you have a heart of that desires freedom, and exploration and adventure. Yeah, and I it's do. it's so cool that you followed that followed that desire. And uh, one thing that we were talking about as it relates to the school bus um, when we spoke the other day. You had mentioned that part of the reason why you came to the U.S. was that um, you 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 guys had some connections here that kind of made you feel safer in the event that the bus needed some work.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, because we thought um, when something happens with the bus, um, there are enough people and uh, yeah, they can help us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so more, had- more so than back home.
1: Yeah, it's, it's practical to be in the States when something happens. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But now you've done six months, so now you're kind of ready to explore some other regions, maybe, maybe do some regions in Europe too. Yeah. And
1: we have, uh, we had some issues with the bus and yeah, it's everything should be solved now. The bus should be in a good condition now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so you, you have this heart for freedom. And for adventure but the thing is you've always had that yeah and uh, so I wonder um, if you could tell us and and, you know we're gonna get into the accident that you had in in 2016 and kind of the process that happened before that before we do that can we talk a little bit about Sandra before the accident and and the adventure spirit that you had before before
1: Uh, well actually I had a really normal life I was working for an insurance company so, um, very serious, um, but, uh, during my, 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 my free time, um, I, I like to, to ride motorcycles or everything with, uh, speed and <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, one day I, it came into my mind that I would like to, uh, jump out of an airplane. So. Yeah. That's, uh, when I, when I did a a tandem jump okay. and after that I started to skydive by my own. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So you, you got really involved in a skydiving community.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I spent every, every minute I had on, on the drop zone and with, uh, skydiving friends and yeah, travel for skydive and it was all my life. Yeah.
0: yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the accident, Sandra?
1: Yeah. Um, I was participating, uh, in the German nationals together with my uh, team. Um, yeah. And, uh, after the competition, uh, we just decided to make a, a fun jump. Yeah. Um, did the exit on the plane and the free fall was everything normal. And, um, When it was time to open the parachute, I pulled, but uh, I had some technical issues. So the main parachute didn't come out. To make it a little bit shorter, I just say, um, I ended up um, hanging under two parachutes, which is not a good thing. Um, So the riser uh, strangled me and I lost consciousness. And yeah, so I crashed on the taxiway on the, on the airport and yeah, broke a lot of bones and yeah, suffered a spinal cord injury. Yeah. That was in 2016.
0: It's it's devastating. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, and I appreciate you sharing all that um, for, for the listeners. And I I know that probably is hard to revisit. Um, So, you know, we spoke the other day a little bit about the recovery process and and your time, um, you know, in the hospital and, and, And while you were recovering and kind of sort of what, what that experience was like and, and how all of that turned into, you know, revisiting adventure and getting back to adventure. So I wonder if you could talk with us a little bit about that recovery process for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't, um, in the hospital and, um, rehabilitation center for uh, seven months in total. And, um, after that, It was hard but when i came home it was much harder (laughs) to be honest uh, to be at home and everything is like it ever was but you are not like you was uh was really hard everything um everybody had his own life and for everybody it was like like before but for me i was at home and i needed help for this and for this and yeah I, I was not the, the same per- person than I was before. I had very dark days, and um, I I didn't know the reason why I should uh, wake up or stay up um, in the morning.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, that was really hard, and it was like this for about yeah almost two years. Then my um, boyfriend left me. <laughs> which was uh really hard too yeah. but on the other hand um after that i wanted to prove everybody and also i wanted to prove myself that i can do it i i can do a lot more than everybody thinks um i can do yeah including me
0: (laughs) oh there you go including you i was gonna ask if you could maybe elaborate on that a little bit more like what was that you had that motive motivation you said to prove to others but then you just followed it up with proving to yourself
1: yeah yeah i wanted to to find a way to 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 live again to to stop living again to have a um i don't know to have a idea what i can do and um yeah i, I don't find the right words now
0: <laughs> no it's it's real it's beautiful i mean then we talked about this the other day i mean you, you just repeated what you said it was like you felt like you needed to live again
1: yeah, yeah. and
0: uh and and that and so how so how did you get there
1: um well uh, during this time, I, uh, never broke up with my, uh, skydiving friends and I was still involved in, in a lot of skydiving things around my drop zones. So, um, anybody, uh, every, yeah, anybody came up with the idea, um, that I could, uh, now make, um, uh, a license to be a judge in the skydiving scene. Um, and yeah, there was a, a course uh, right at my drop zone so I could not deny to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so I did and yeah it was the, um, the reason why I started to think about traveling again um, but I wanted to travel uh, and to be able to have my own privacy. I Mm -hmm. don't want to stay in a hotel, which is far away from a drop zone, and I cannot join the people on the drop zone. And um, yeah, that's why I came up with the idea of Navi, uh, which, yeah, which would allow me to travel and to be independent.
0: Yeah. So the whole idea of the bus, the RV was so that you could come back to the drop zone and and be with your skydiving family be with your skydiving community and i just you know if if we can spend a second i just i'm really curious like that's that's really courageous like to go from i want to live again i want to feel adventure again to immediately going back to your skydiving community like that that took a lot of courage what was that like for you
1: well i never broke up with uh with the skydiving um, family, I would say mm-hmm. because it's a family for me. If I if I would have uh, said uh, that I don't go there anymore, it, I don't want to meet people um, which I spent so many uh, time before. I I wouldn't know who I am anymore. So because it was so much um it was my passion and it was my whole life so who i am if i cannot join <laughs> this anymore
0: yeah so you felt such a deep connection to to that sport and to those people yeah um and you made of it what you could so you became a judge
1: yeah i'm a judge now so i judged for the german nationals and um yeah maybe in the next uh, year or two, I don't know, international, um, competitions, I hope so the world championship or something like this would be awesome (laughs) to judge.
0: Wow. Wow. So, and then this is how the bus, the bus sort of evolved. So how did you go from, um, this bus and and using it to be self-sustained and to have your privacy out on the drop zone to this trip that we met on?
1: yeah well first of all i bought the bus in 2019 and um we had to we had the plan to make the first big trip in 2020 uh in the states but um yeah first of all we had to convert it it took us one year to convert Mm -hmm. it and then everything was planned The, the the flights were booked everything and then uh covid hit yeah we had um to postpone everything and um and then we started to to travel in in germany and um yeah we went to job zones and to friends and met new friends and yeah tested it for the idea to do this uh this really big trip to the states because it was a it was such a dream and yeah then we had the, the chance to do it now.
0: Yeah it's really it's really amazing and so I'm kind of I'm thinking about like this whole progression um, from before the accident to after the accident and I'm just I'm curious if like your um, idea around what adventure means has changed. Like what, what did adventure mean to you before the accident?
1: Well actually it didn't change (laughs) um adventure was always uh the way of freedom for me yeah maybe i cannot skydive anymore but i can do a lot of other things and i i try everything to do and um i'm i'm always open to to try new things and uh i don't know (laughs) I had to make a, a truck driver's license to drive this bus. <laughs> this was an adventure too. So in Germany, you have to, to have a license to drive this. I know in the States, you don't have to have this, but...
0: Um, That's amazing. How was that? What was that experience like for you?
1: Yeah, that was uh, weird because I went to, <laughs> um, to the school to make the license and there were only men, <laughs> only men, only truckers. And I yeah. came um, in and I'm a girl, I'm a girl, <laughs> I'm a girl <laughs> in a wheelchair. And they looked at me and I don't know what they, what they had in mind. <laughs> what is she looking for? Maybe she's wrong. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it was, it was nice. And then um, it was really difficult to find um, a, a place where I can drive a truck with hand controls in germany there's only one as far as i know only okay. one track then you can drive uh, which you can drive with a hand control so i had to to drive um yeah three or four hours away from me to go there and um yeah make my yeah. license
0: <laughs> yeah those guys had no idea when you walked in yeah, yeah. you're a girl in a wheelchair and you drive up. A- Converted yeah. school bus. Yeah. And you are an adventurer like no other with an incredible spirit. Yeah. yeah. So, so I love that you said that you're, you're, can you really, the way that you look at adventure hasn't changed?
1: No, no, because uh, it's all about freedom. For me, it's all about freedom to find my freedom to do what I want to do.
0: So, I'm gonna, I wanna, I wanna um, just kind of dive a little bit deeper on that. So, the adventure, it hasn't changed, but the fact that freedom is sort of the underlying premise. Like, let me ask you that. Like, what does freedom mean to you?
1: To be independent. um, Very important for me to, um, to be spontaneous. um, To explore, to explore Mm -hmm. the, the nature. That's, that's really freedom.
0: It's, it's, it's so beautiful. And you are such an incredible inspiration. Um, I'm curious, like, as you, as you went on this whole, like life journey, like all the way from the pre-accident through the accident, the recovery period, um, and now this six month Epic trip, like what are, what are some of your major lessons that you've learned in this whole, whole life's journey that, that you would want to pass on to listeners?
1: Don't overthink it. Um.
0: By the way, I'm guilty, do... of, I'm guilty of that, overthinking
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, if you want to do it, if you really want to do it, you will find a way to do it. That's wow. um, that I would say. Um, sometimes you, you say, yeah, I would love to do it, but uh, this and this is the reason why I can't do it now. But is it really a reason? is it you have to to think about and if you really want it just do it
0: just do it that's like nike says right yeah (laughs) (laughs) just do it
1: don't wait too long yeah don't wait too long because uh there comes a point where you maybe will not be capable to do it anymore
0: Although I'm, I'm sitting here having an incredible inspirational conversation with somebody that doesn't let things get in her way. Thank you. (laughs) And that's, that's pretty incredible as well. Like to me, that's the learning. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Really cool. So Sandra, at some point, Hollywood's going to learn about you and they're gonna to wanna to make a movie about your life and this, this whole experience, cause it's incredible. <laughs> and I wanna know when they do, who's gonna be the Hollywood actress that's gonna play you in your movie?
1: <laughs> that's a funny question and I <laughs> thought about it and um, the first uh, actor came into my mind was Sandra Bullock. Oh, I, don't, I love that. Yeah, I don't know why, I don't know.
0: Hey, she's got the same, it's the same and- name. You guys have both have dark hair like i work yeah. sandra bullock i, I yeah. definitely would watch that movie what's the movie <laughs> going to be called
1: um between heaven and earth i would say Ooh. yeah wow. because sometimes my my head is still in the clouds even um if i'm not skydiving there but uh, yeah i guess wow. this would be a nice name
0: <laughs> between heaven and earth oh my gosh that's so great I love that, I'm gonna to have to stew on that one for a bit. <laughs> Skydiving and finding yourself in the clouds, wow. Yeah. Wow, it was absolutely such a pleasure to have you here today. really, really appreciate it. I'm so glad that we had that chance opportunity to meet in a parking lot in yeah, the Sierras definitely. in California. So thank you so much for being here today. And uh, for those listening, I hope you've been inspired today as much as I have. I hope that Sandra's story has encouraged you to listen to the voice inside that calls you to adventure because we wanna hear your story next. If you have a story to tell or you need a nudge to create one, please send me an email. We'd also appreciate it if you'd help us spread the word by leaving a review and sharing or tagging Inspire Campfire in your social media. And until next time, I wanna encourage you to get outside. Thank you for listening. Sandra, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thank you very much for having me. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs>